0: everybody, this is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons
1: from the beginning. Matt, how are you? Oh, well, I learned a lot about bears from this episode, and grizzly bears especially, so I'm going to go out and test that knowledge. Don't, no. Don't do that. No? No. sure? Yeah. I would say,
0: one, don't, yeah, don't, bears are dangerous animals, stay away from them. That's, I think, general good advice. I think that's safe uh this episode also stay away from that's and my other advice I can give you and anyone listening. Stay away from bears and this episode of The Simpsons. We get brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons show for only two dollars a month, gain access to all of our bonus content, a bunch of back Podcast reviews of Simpsons new of Simpsons episodes, King of the hill, Bob's burgers, Rick and Morty, other bonus episodes, dozens of bonus episodes. Appreciate everyone who supports us there. This week's episode is The Fat and the Furriest. Episode EABF nineteen. This is the last episode of the EABF production run, Matt.
1: Well, let's hope it gets better from here because it just mm-hmm. can't get worse. Hmm. Don't wish pain upon us, Matt, like that, okay? Uh,
0: Originally aired (laughs) November 30th, 2003, written by Joel H. Cohen, directed by Matthew Nastic. Got a 6.8 rating with 11.7 million viewers. It was the number one rated show on Fox that night. I couldn't get numbers for the week, but it was better at night. It got beat up by some procedural show on CBS uh, for that night as well. Um, All right. There's a I have a the Wikipedia article for this has a chalkboard gag listed. Mm -hmm. However, it doesn't have a chalkboard gag. It doesn't. It goes right past it. So I don't. The chalkboard listed is I do not have a serial named after me, but there is no chalkboard gag. What's going on, Wikipedia? You need to get your get, get get your info straight. Thank you. All right. Uh, the couch gag in a parody of the opening of Get Smart, 60 sitcom. Homer falls a red line downstairs. I have an elevator through double doors that open automatically, in an elevator, and then into an ascending door to the telephone box. He falls under the couch with the family already there. You ever watched? You ever watched the original Get Smart? Yeah. I
1: did. I actually really enjoyed it. Wow, a show that you've actually watched. In- indeed. Uh, thank you, Nick at Night. Mm-hmm. I also saw some episodes. I never liked Get Smart though. Really. I don't. F- it was, I thought it was, it, was, it was interesting. Don Adams, I think, was a little too stupid, uh, but, you know, it, it worked for the most part.
0: <laughs> I was uh, on the
1: shoe phone, although that seems really disgusting. Disgusting? It's not a real shoe. I mean, he takes it off his foot to use it, so yes, yes, it is. I mean, but it's not. A, a real shoe doesn't have a phone in it, Matt. True, but when they give it to him, he puts it on his foot and he walks around and he takes it off of his foot and uses it as a phone. I know. Okay, let me. Uh, all right. Different question. There are no cell
0: phones. The only way you can have a cell phone is a shoe phone. Okay.
1: Do you take that? Do you take that bargain? Yeah, I guess I do. Okay, then. I mean, maybe not back then when I didn't know how important a, a cell phone is, but now, yes, absolutely.
0: Are uh, we have a guest star, Charles Napier as Grant Connor, which he is a, the hunter character. I don't. Re- they name him maybe one time. And then he doesn't get talked. He just yeah, says something. Yeah, it's like Grant Connors or something like that. It's not important. Grant Connor is his name, but he's mostly, he's he's a hunter man, which, you know, I don't mind him, honestly. Uh, he's the, a few, the there's not a lot of jokes in this that I liked more than last week. I'll say that. I liked, I think I laughed more at this episode than I did last week's episode. That is definitely true. There are, are jokes that are less terrible. There are less terrible jokes. The story, though, the plot is it's generous to call it one um i'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna try and keep us straight and keep us on track man but I don't there's no rhyme or reason for anything in this episode so whatever. not a bit
1: the first act is completely divorced from act two and even really act three <laughs> they're
0: all divorced from each other they don't none of this makes any sense they don't okay the the episode begins with Homer and the kids. Conspiring while mom, while Marge, while mom, while Marge sleeps about Mother's Day, about what they got her. Uh, Lisa got her flowers, but unfortunately, Homer, Bart, Maggie all got her, made her mugs. Ugly mugs.
1: Very, very ugly mugs. it's 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 the thought that counts. They did something. That's true. They did something, which is nice. And it's fine for Bart and Maggie to have terrible mugs, but come on, Homer. Matt, I'm more impressed that Homer made those mugs than either Bart and Maggie made those
0: mugs, okay? That's true, but still. So, but Homer is not happy that he doesn't want to give her all the same presents, so they decide to go shopping. Uh, We got to the Sprawl Mart, which is like a Costco type store, uh, slash cross with Walmart, Sam's Club, one of those, one of those
1: big, giant megalomarts. Um, Abe works there as a greeter now. Don't worry, he'll show up later, but we'll completely forget about the entire fact that he was ever here.
0: yeah none of this matters i just like none of this matters so they (laughs) i'm trying to keep straight okay they go to the sprawl mart they make they there's a lot of jokes about look how much of thing you get they made that joke remember homer and Mm Mm-hmm. that was episode that was season six i think
1: nine years ago where shopping is a a baffling ordeal yeah
0: that we um, we did that joke we you remember that for a trivia couple of weeks ago uh-huh. um that 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 is this that is this joke but worse multiple ways eventually they run into padding and selma and decide what to get marge for mother's day
2: oh look jacqueline smith has her own line of axe heads yeah it's impressive but i still haven't found a perfect gift for marge only imperfect stuff for me hey look it's harry ass tubman <laughs> well, well, if it isn't Fatty and Smelma. Your names can't hurt us. <laughs> oh.
1: Aunts Patty and Selma, can you help us pick out a Mother's Day gift?
2: You can give her one of these The Kitchen Carnival. We got one when we appeared on an episode of The Price is Right, which the network refused to air. Apparently, we're not TV pretty. Wow, it's a machine that makes carnival food at home. Endorsed by the American Carney Association. Wow. I never thought I'd say this, but you slags are all right. All this attention. I feel like a secretary on Administrative Professionals Day. Marge, you're going to love my present. It is so thoughtful, it makes the kids' gifts look like crap. (laughs) Carnival? I love it! Thank you, homie!
1: Mm. Oh, Marge, get a room! I'm not quite sure why Marge loves this so much, but... I was gonna ask okay. you, I was gonna ask you, Matt, like,
0: is this, does this, do you buy it as a present that Marge would actually enjoy? I don't know. Not really, no. Yeah, I, I'm i like, eh, it's fine. Like, it's a kitchen gadget, so maybe she would be in- curious about it, but... Marge likes it, and we get multiple scenes of the family making cotton candy, caramel, and f- deep frying things. Lisa deep fries a carrot. She could deep fry Oreos. Oreos are v- vegan. You could. She would be fine. That's true. You could do that.
1: But Robbie, it's not funny. Ah, uh, well, it, deep frying a carrot. You know, vegetarians. Is... Vegetarians on TV only eat vegetables. They never eat you know vegetarian junk food.
0: I okay. I. It's fine. It's filler. Uh, there's a lot of this episode, much like a lot of these episodes The season so far, is just f- filling time. Um, eventually, and the family is enjoying this little gadget, eventually Homer goes crazy with it one night, and starts creating, like, some abomination of cotton candy covered with caramel, covered with more cotton candy, covered with more caramel, over and over and over again, and then, um, What's the Duff Gardens episode, Matt? You remember the name of that Duff Gardens episode? I do not. You're, this is why you're here. Selma's Choice is the name of that episode, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, Selma's Choice, where Homer loves a sandwich a lot. You remember that? I do remember that part, yes. You remember he likes a, he gets a big sandwich, and he likes it a lot, and he won't let go of it, and he keeps it around? Mm-hmm. Okay, now it's that again, except this time it's a big giant ball of candy that is gross and dirty and covered in ants. Um... And it's disgusting, obviously. Yeah, it's gross. It's really gross. Like I wouldn't eat that to begin with. Like c- cotton candy and caramel
1: doesn't I don't want that. I'm not I don't like cotton candy. Here, I said it. <laughs> cotton candy is okay, but it's not it, it's it's a neat idea and it tastes good, but it's not like you're really eating it, like you're eating air, but you're getting calories from the air, and that's that's not cool.
0: It's not worth the effort. It's like it's like uh, when I'm like uh, when people go like, oh, you want to go to a restaurant? and They're like, hey, you want crabs? I'm like, oh, I have to crack it open and eat it. Myself. I'm like, I don't want all that work. And it's just precisely that's a, why I don't eat crabs. I like it if it's already pre, you know. Well, yeah, that's why right, I
1: don't eat like whole crabs. Someone because, does all the work for honestly,
0: me. Crabs good. Go. I like crab. Uh, I like it in things. I, honestly, but cotton candy, it's sticky. You don't have if it's on your face and your hands. I'm like, I'm in a carnival. I don't want to be sticky right now. What are you doing to me? Just give me, give me a pizza. Um, But he has this giant abomination of a candy. And it has come, it has come time to get rid of the giant candy ball.
2: Um, are you spooning that snack? That's my old lady. <laughs> 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 Ah, ants! Ah, birds! Cats! Ah, ah, Landeresses! I was saving sugar for my wedding night! <laughs> Only, it's time you got rid of that thing. All that candy is rotting your brain. I think you should get rid of her. Then we can be together. Forever. Hmm. Maybe you're right, Marge. Or maybe you're right, candy ball. No, March.
0: Then again, you. no, March. Definitely March. So the candy's talking to Homer. Um, but Homer eventually decides, no, a real-life human being is probably better than this giant piece of candy. Because there
1: yeah. are things a real-life human being can do that the candy cannot. Yeah, like make you dinner. Exactly. Cookie. I mean, the candy is dinner, so eventually you're just eating away at what you have. That's not dinner. Tony, candy for dinner? Come on! I mean, it's Homer. I'm not, so I'm not a child.
0: Um, so we go to the dump to get why? It, like, it's just so many questions. Remember Mother's Day, Matt? That was five, that was six minutes ago. That's where this all started. It was six minutes ago, and now we're taking a giant ball of candy to the dump. So and like, I'll give it this. I'll give this show this uh, another prediction from The Simpsons as Homer crosses a what's he a giant pile of beta. Tapes and then a giant pile of laser discs and then a, a sign that just says reserve for DVDs.
1: Fair enough. And that's where they are now.
0: Yeah, I don't think they were thinking about that streaming services would be the thing that took over, but whatever. Uh they were thinking about Blu-rays. Yeah. Um but Homer gets attacked by a bear. That that's that like all of that. And Homer gets attacked by a bear. Uh-huh. gonna <laughs> It's like What Robbie? Uh, it's it's like again, it's like parrying itself. Like I don't know what it's doing. Like why, why all
1: of this? Why, <laughs> why? Why? Because they wanted to have an episode where Homer gets attacked by a bear, so they had to have an act long setup.
0: Uh, okay. Oh, uh, we go to commercial seven minutes and four seconds.
1: And when we come back, uh, we are at Homer getting home. Uh, he has been attacked by the bear. We don't see it at first because obviously it's got to be a mystery. But his clothes are all shredded up, and he's he's very are reluctant to talk about it he just wants to relax and not worry about it the next day however uh he's on tv uh where apparently the hunter who we've talked about about this episode it's just some random dude who's creepy and eats animals in weird ways uh, apparently took a video of homer when he was running away from the bear because it's a grizzly bear you run away from a grizzly bear uh i mean you can try and play dead with i believe it's it's black and brown bears but But not grizzly bears. Grizzly bears, you have to run because they will kill you. So, again, the smart thing is to never go anywhere where there's going to be a grizzly bear, bring your bear spray, and then run as fast as you can. Uh, Hopefully you're faster than the bear because they can climb trees, so there's really no getting away from them. So, good luck. Either way, Homer does that. He tries to climb into something that the bear can't get into, which is apparently a toilet. And then he does a incredibly stupid gag where he pops there's a field of toilets and his head pops up out of several of them until the bear gets tired and swipes away the toilet there's homer's body so if you're looking for an episode where homer acts like a completely cartoon character take a drink uh, and homer <laughs> no, at this point no 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 no
0: no. Matt, no 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 do you not turn this into a drinking game people will die we do not i don't want that on our hands all right no okay, drinking fair games for how bad these episodes of the simpsons
1: are you're gonna that's alcohol poisoning do not okay Uh, all right fine so at this point uh the bear swipes over homer cowers on the ground crying and the bear eventually rolls his eyes and wanders off because he has no respect for homer now which god really really that's what we're going with okay okay that's what we're going with the bear leaves homer alone because stuff and junk i guess and then Uh, Homer, that's the point which Homer goes home. And of course, everyone on TV is laughing at Homer because he's such a coward. Oh my gosh. How could he run away from a bear? Why didn't he stand up and fight the bear? This is worse than the badger. Anyway, uh, the family acts like they're going to be supportive, but they definitely are not. I don't care if they think you're a coward, Dad. You
2: did the right thing, hiding and crying. Yeah, we'd rather have a live sissy mincing around the house than some dead hero any day. Joke on your kinder. <laughs> you can strangle Bart, but you can't strangle your humiliation. It's a deal. <laughs>
1: so yes, uh, that is is where we're going now. Um, the family, even Lisa, even Lisa is is making fun of Homer for being a coward. Hey, uh, the bully... hey, Matt, uh, mm-hmm. I got a question for you. Okay. Are we supposed to believe the Simpsons are people? Uh, no, Robbie, they can't be people because people make sense. These people are jerks in human form.
0: But they're not. No one. Like, is this episode written by an alien? Like, that's it's it, it comes. It circles back around to that. It feels like very much like it was written by someone who is not entirely
1: familiar with human behavior. Uh, yes, basically. Yes. You are It's a comedy writer, so yes. (laughs) Burn! Uh, Take that! Um, Hollywood elite.
0: Uh, (laughs) Homer runs... We have presented this at face value. Homer is confronted... For whatever reason,
1: Homer is confronted by... Why is there a grizzly... One, why is there a grizzly bear at the dump? I mean, that is the part that makes the most sense to me, because I think, oh, okay... uh, there is a grizzly bear at the dump. That's fine. That's where there's a lot of trash. I'm sure the the bear wants to go to the dump and just dig through and eat things because that's really easy for a bear to do. Everything else I just want to punch people about, but you know, that's that's at <laughs> I, least that's a start.
0: Well Homer but Homer runs Homer tries to not get eaten by a bear. It's very cartoonish in Looney Tunes, but still he's just trying not to get killed by a bear. And then everyone else thinks he's a terrible, terrible coward. And mm-hmm. I don't get why i don't know why why
1: why because obviously he should have stayed and tried to kill the bear
0: <laughs> why is that Then why why is this how the, the why is there i i don't i it's just befuddling i feel like i'm watching an artifact from an alien species matt this is not this is like someone matt okay you have seen indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull correct yeah, uh, unfortunately, yes. Okay, that is the only other. That's the only other thing that I can compare this to, because if you, if I didn't know any better, watching Indiana Jones and King of the Crystal Skull, I would swear that that was clever parody that that was an attempt by Harrison Ford and everyone else to like let's make a fun stupid parody of Indiana Jones let's do every let's indulge so much in these terrible terrible tropes and make it so ridiculous people laugh mm-hmm. and i and like it you know it it balances it really well in making it very absurd but making it still work functionally like like, Star Wars prequels, I don't think, enter that territory for me. Star Wars prequels are too bad. Uh, they don't they don't work as well as even Crystal, Crystal King of the Crystal Skull is still a terrible movie, but it, I think it can be, like, if it wasn't made by Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, I would go, oh, it's parody. And this is, like, ostensibly that, where I go, if if you told me, you tasked me, let's say, Robbie, I want you to write a parody of a Simpsons episode. A parody of a Scully or Simpsons episode, even, where I want you to make fun of all the terrible tropes that they indulged in for years and what became the first few Jean years, apparently. But that's what I mean, like purpose on purpose, make an episode that is inconsequential, gets all the characters wrong, has no real story and writes every single person on the show like they're an alien that's and it feels like they did it on purpose, but I know they didn't. They didn't do it on purpose Matt. they tried to, this is this is an attempt at making a
1: Simpsons episode I assume or this is this is what happens when you feed a whole bunch of Simpsons episodes to a machine learning program and it spits out <laughs> something in place That's,
0: yeah, probably you're probably right.
1: What happens next, Matt? well next uh the bullies bully Bart about it uh because they bully uh, Bart about everything but the uh, i don't know something about their dads being strong and stupid at the same time it, it's fine everyone at the plant is a jerk to homer they call him in and use mr burns's giant grizzly bear statue or uh stuffed grizzly bear to make uh homer scare which obviously as someone should be if they think it gets a real bear homer should probably expect that though so whatever uh, and so Homer comes home He has basically been traumatized at this point Because obviously he was attacked by a bear There's some trauma that, ingo- that gets involved there And unfortunately for Homer Their house is full of bears Not real bears, but you know Stuffed bears and whatnot
2: Hello? Anyone home? George? Maggie? The bear went over the mountain. The Berenstein Bears. Oh, Goldilocks. And the three bears. Oh God, they're in our food. Teddy Grahams, gummy bears. Are you a Care Bear? I'm an intensive care bear. Why does a bear need a crowbar? I don't like to get my hands dirty. Ah!
1: <laughs> so, yes, that is that is where we're at. Um, Homer gets beat in his imagination by a whole bunch of the bears uh, that are uh, in the home. Not real bears, but obviously fictional ones. Uh, at this point, Abe shows up to cry with homer at first and then yell at him for being a coward what? again we're what right is it, there what is this episode about man uh homer being scared of bears like any sane person would be and everyone making fun of him for it
0: we're this like we're like 10 minutes in right
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay so is it about homer being a coward or is it about homer being afraid of bears
1: well you'd think it will be about homer being a coward but no it is about homer being a bear or being afraid be, of bears homer being a bear uh, is he... now, that's a different episode. Isn't that the three Gays
0: of the condo episode? <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> I'm trying.
1: I'm trying, man. Oh yeah, got me, Robbie. Yeah, got me. Uh, okay. So yes, uh, at this point, Homer is is sick of everyone making fun of him, even his own father, who is scared of absolutely everything. So Homer goes to the hunter from earlier that we saw on TV. I I think we said his name was like Grant Connor Grant. or something grant connor precisely I
0: I, so, I I for what it's worth i like Grant connor i think this scene is actually the funniest scene of this episode where he's just eating animals oh,
1: yes as, because it, it's go. showing how weird hunters are i think it's across the cross point this guy is so crazy and weird that whatever that that is where we're at uh he goes to the hunter and the hunter basically talks to him like oh you gotta think like a bear blah 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 and it finally gets down to the point uh, while the guy, again, is eating random animals whole, like he just picks them all up off the ground, like oh, he's got some butterflies in a jar that he just picks out and eats, again, whatever, uh, that he put a tracking device on the bear, so he's going to give Homer the remote so Homer could find the bear and take his revenge on nature. So Homer does what any idiot would do and and goes to his garage and builds an anti-bear suit, which... He uses basically from scraps in in, in the garage. uh, And then he goes to show the family and the family are rightfully skeptical.
2: Check it out, ladies. A suit that makes me completely invulnerable to bear attacks. Homer, there's no rear on that thing. I know. I get really scared. I don't want to ruin the suit. Now look here, mister, I forbid you to fight a bear. What kind of example would I be if I didn't take revenge on things?
1: Dad, you can't take revenge on an animal. That's the whole point of Moby Dick.
2: Lisa, the point of Moby Dick is be yourself. You're not going, and that's final. (laughs) Fine, but do you know how ridiculous
0: you look right now?
1: In fact, we do, Homer, because you're an idiot.
0: Well, okay, Matt. I will say one. I did laugh at the image of Homer walking away from them with his, with his butt hanging, with, out. with his butt hanging out of the bi- the bear suit. All right, that it got me. Anti bear suit, it got me. Have you? Are you familiar with the documentary Project Grizzly? Is it the one where the guy goes off to Alaska
1: to live with the grizzlies and eventually gets no, killed then, by them?
0: No, that's Grizzly Man. That's a different film oh. altogether. Also, I don't know. Grizzly Man has its own certain charms about this nutcase uh, who oh, a who goes to live with a the bear. The, Project Grizzly is about a different nutcase who okay. invents a bear suit, much like the one Homer makes. Uh, he gets attacked by a bear. And this, a lot of this plot is very loosely based on Project Grizzly. The problem is, Project Grizzly is much funnier than this episode of The Simpsons is because this the man in Project Grizzly is 100% earnest. He wants to invent he wants to make this giant suit that is impervious to bears and the, the 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 documentary is pretty much well aware that this dude is a nutcase and it's very impractical and most of the, and probably not the smartest thing to do if you're ever confronted by a bear is like it like how are you going to beat you're going what well, you're going to wear this terrible gigantic clunky suit all over whenever you're in a situation where there might be a bear somewhere no you're not going to do that uh, you're
1: so, obviously going to put on this suit and then go find a bear to annoy
0: yeah exactly that's the problem and the Project Grizzly is funny but it's funny because of the form it's a documentary clearly removed from this man and it's clearly aware that he's this project is, in, is insane you shouldn't do it but the the this episode is at odds with itself like, Homer builds this suit to go fight a bear. Earlier, the family literally called him a coward and told him to that he should have fought it and died. <laughs> I believe that... I mean, that's roughly what Bart told him to do. He said, you shouldn't have just died a hero. Yep. And now Homer's doing that, and now the entire family is against it. So... Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just... Like, I'm like... Did, was this episode written by 16 people, and they just didn't talk to each other, and no one read the the script other than what they wrote? It's
1: like one of those episodes where everyone has to, to write and film a minute of a movie, and then they just throw it all together.
0: Yeah, I... Like, Are Marge and... Marge, Marge, Bart, Lisa are entirely different
1: from they were three minutes ago.
0: So, I don't... I don't know.
1: So... As you said, at this point, Homer uh, sneaks out of the house, being very, very loud, which is actually one of the bits I kind of laughed at. It's Homer trying to sneak out in his bear suit, which he has slept in. Somehow Marge has missed that part, and he knocks over and just destroys everything in the bedroom, and somehow Marge does not wake up. Picking him up are Lenny and Carl, who are along for some reason, because in episodes past, when Homer did something stupid like this, Bart would show up, it would be a Homer-Bart thing. In this episode, Lenny and Carl are there. Why? Okay, sure. That was that was silence as far as a reason. Just so you know,
0: I uh, yeah I don't Bart- I I don't I don't I mean uh, Carl does have a good line uh, where they mention you know March will be alarmed if you know Homer goes missing, and then Carl adds or dead and like they I you know Carl is fully aware
1: that this might end in Homer's death, <laughs> but we'll just go with it. So, yes, uh, Bart begs to go with them and then threatens to blackmail them. So they bring Bart along. Uh, The women wake up, find them gone. And to determine where they have gone, they check the suit closet, which includes a country western octopus that Lisa has to try on right this second. But the bear suit is gone. That's the important thing. So uh, they run off to try and find Bart and Homer. We see Homer wandering around in the bear suit, just in case, obviously. But it turns out it's really hot out there. So Bart says, hey, the tracker hasn't pinged anything for like a half hour. You're probably safe to go bathe in the river. So Homer does. But then we find out almost immediately afterward that it's because there's no batteries in the tracker. Lenny and Carl have taken it for their radio. This happens immediately after. So there's no way Homer is even out of earshot to not be able to hear the fact that there's no batteries in it. Whatever. So Homer is bathing in the river in his clothes, but out of the bear suit for some reason, when he is obviously attacked by the bear. Bart, Lenny, and Carl are dancing along to the music on the radio, and so they cannot hear Homer's screams for help. And with that, this act is mercifully brought to a close.
0: (laughs) Mercifully? Mercifully? Um, fifteen minutes and fourteen seconds, then we go we come back from commercial mode. So we have like a five minute third act to wrap everything up. We and we left we left Homer being attacked by the bear, confronted by a gigantic grizzly bear, his suits on in pieces on the shore. So he's vulnerable, but we don't cut back to homer right away we cut back to margin lisa going to the hunter because homer has left them in the middle of the night with lenny and carl and bart so they want to use the hunter to track down the bear why
1: because somehow they know that he gave homer the tracker and can also probably track the bear They know things because the plot tells them they do? Exactly. Okay. The plot snuck up behind them and whispered in their ear.
0: Okay, so Homer now is in a cave. We don't really see how he gets there, as far as I remember. He's just in a bear cave now. He was next to a Mm -hmm. river. How
1: is he in a cave now, Matt? Obviously, the bear dragged him there, because the bear knows that Homer will help him with the tag, which we find out is hurting the bear.
0: Yeah, so the... Which, that's... I don't... I'm really... It really is really uh, obnoxious, man. Um, Because, so, the bear gets shocked by the tag. There's a little tiny clip on his ear, and he's getting shocked by it. Shocked enough that it incapacitates
1: him. (laughs) Can I... Why? You're going to have to be more specific with Season 15 Simpsons. I I was
0: just... But why, Matt? Why... (laughs) 1. Why does this hunter keep this bear alive? That's my actual first question. We all we have seen from this hunter is that he kills every animal that he sees. He has several stuffed bears in his in his house. He eats a butterflies for like for a snack. He crunches on a butterfly. He just eats a I believe he shoots down a bald eagle in in this third act and just eats it raw on a sandwich. Like and it's all a joke about he's a killer hunter and he kills everything, he eats everything. Ha ha ha. Why did he put a tag on the bear? He That means he caught this bear, tagged it, and let it go.
1: Right? Maybe he's really hungry and wants more, or wants more of a bear paraphernalia. So he's like, let me go make this, let this bear create new bears, and I will kill them and use them in more decorations.
0: Uh, okay. So there's a tracking tag on the bear, and how is it electrifying a bear?
1: Well, obviously, the tracker uses electricity, which is very dangerous to hurt somebody. I mean, who's ever heard of voltage or current, Robbie? I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> I just... I, I, I don't think it's too much to ask that your show makes sense.
0: And it... it like, they want to do, like, the thing, the thorn in the paw kind of thing. hmm But it's Homer, and he unclips the tracking thing and then puts it on himself, and we get... A, we get not one, but two... Extended sequences of Homer being electrocuted. How? Why, man? Can I? How? Robbie, you're going to have to learn to stop asking why eventually. No, I refuse. I refuse, Matt. Okay. So Homer now is friends with a bear. That's it. Homer takes off this tag off this wild animal, and now they are friends. We get, um... Oh, what's his song? Um i got you babe sunny and share please mm-hmm. over a montage as they are they're hanging out in the wilderness together
1: why are, why why are they hanging out because obviously homer is friends with the bear now that he is the bear is not sad anymore or hurting but
0: wh- why can i ask can i it's this is ridiculous Homer is deathly afraid of bears. Deathly afraid of them. He's a a massive coward. That's everything this episode has said about us. I mean, at least the second act said. There's not really much other than that. But so he has an encounter with a bear, takes the tag off, and now they're friends. Is this this is a normal bear, right, Matt?
1: I mean, I think that's what we're supposed to be, you know,
0: like this is not this isn't a pet this isn't like some bear that escaped from the zoo right or some bear that escaped from a circus that's met people before
1: mhm
0: i don't like these are it's looney tunes this is this might as well be homer becoming friends with a roadrunner like that's what is happening so they hang out they steal a bunch of picnic baskets we get some yogi bear a lot you know what i think the funniest things in the world are Yogi Bear from the 60s, some Hanna Barbera, of him stealing picnic baskets. Let's do that with Homer. I think that would be great in the year 2003. I don't actually believe that, Matt, just in case. I know. Okay. I Um, I figured. So, nonsense, filler, doesn't matter. We see the hunter hanging around um,
1: because he followed the tracking tag. Why did Homer keep the tracking tag? why Why get rid of anything robbie just hold on to everything and eventually it will become useful uh, okay so he In this threw... case, Homer can use it to kill an entire lake full of wildlife as well as a diver <laughs> he kills
0: a person i just want to add we should add that matt a man is dead mm-hmm. a, we can add that to the body count of the simpsons that they're responsible for directly he murdered that man he killed him with electricity apparently manslaughter mm-hmm. i guess because they didn't mean to. He didn't know anyone was there. It was an accident. Yeah. Probably manslaughter. If... But I, we don't even... We don't talk about that poor diver who's dead now. We just... I guess that's just... Who cares? Um, We learn that there is an animal sanctuary nearby. Wildlife sanctuary where the bear could be safe. So Homer and the bear conspire to get the bear to safety.
2: A bounty has been placed on the rogue bear in the amount of $10,000.
0: Don't worry, I'll find you
2: someplace safe. The bear is no longer wearing his tracking device, and it looks like he's headed toward that wildlife sanctuary. Is there any sign of my husband? Hmm, your husband appears to be traveling with the bear, either as hostage or as what we call a forest bride. Yeah. Okay, you want to go over there. What? Hold on. Something doesn't feel right. Wait, stop. I know bullets can be scary sometimes, but I have an idea. First, we pull off all your fur. All right, all right, I'm still thinking. you are looking for a male bear, right? Oh, it's so easy to condemn, so hard to create.
1: So the bear is human intelligence. Mm Mm-hmm. And Homer's solution to things is to rip the fur off an animal or cut off its external genitalia. Good try.
0: I don't know what to tell you, man. It's not good. The jokes, like all the best jokes of this episode are far, well, I guess Homer's butt was funny. I'll say that. Homer's butt hanging out from the bear suit. I did laugh. Um, Yeah. But largely, no, there's not many. There's The laughs are few and far between on this. They're very labored. And they treat the bear like he's... Like, this is re- this is worse than Salisor Galactica, you know, where Furious D is a, a real-life character. At least Furious D was, like, interesting uh, as a character. This bear is just a bear. There's nothing special about it. It's just another bear. And the Wildlife Sanctuary is being guarded by dozens of hunters? Okay, Matt why
1: plot (laughs) obviously if you're looking to kill something that people don't want you to kill where you would hang out as a wildlife preserve so that as they're trying to bring it in you can kill the humans trying to bring it in and then kill the animal because obviously no animal would try and get into the wildlife preserve on its own that would be silly i'm really struggling so the hunter is there along with
0: dozens of other hunters that's the other thing like Things are just happening, and they happen very this episode is a very quick fast paced. I'll say that, but the problem is that it's just, it's throwing stuff at you so quickly that you don't you can't stop and think about why any of it's happening like what is this episode about? Why is Homer rescuing a bear? Can I ask that, Matt? Why is Homer rescuing this bear?
1: Uh,
0: um I don't know like here on face value, it is a good thing that Homer is trying to get this bear to safety, right. Right, okay, so that's fine, like it makes us root for Homer. I'll say that you know, at least we're not rooting against our protagonist, ostensibly in this episode. We ostensibly. are we want Homer to get this bear to safety. We want i you and me both, and most people out there probably are like, "Ah, yeah, bears are good, bears are just animals. We should probably keep them safe if we can, but when you're writing a television show, for instance, or anything, you want. Everything in your story to lead up to the ending to give your character an arc. You remember those, Matt? I do. We had one not too long I ago. I remember real stories. President of, War of Pearls. Remember that? Lisa got an arc. Yeah, that was a few episodes ago. Yeah, Lisa had an arc in that one. And that's what we want to give our characters in every episode. Every single episode, we want a character or more, if possible, to have an arc. Have it go through a change, end up back where they belong back where they started, maybe learning having learned something. So, ideally, when you would construct this episode, you would have it leading up to this moment in a logical, coherent storyline that gives us a solid reason about why that not only why Homer is saving this bear, but also by saving the bear, Homer completes his arc. Unfortunately. Homer doesn't have an arc in this episode. Homer has a zigzag. Homer has just lines back and forth. Mm-hmm. Where he goes, well, he's needs to get a Mother's Day present. And then he makes candy. And then he goes, gets scared by a bear. Then he gets made fun of and called a coward. Then he gets haunted by bears and he makes a bear suit. And then he disobeys his wife to go fight a bear in the bear suit. For because his father told him to, and then he saves the bear, and then he's trying to save the bear again. But what a, but thematically at a certain point when you're writing this episode, this is Robbie's, Robbie's, Robbie's learning, learning, learning right here. At a certain uh-huh. point when you're writing this episode, you decide on one of them, and that's all you do, that's all you do, Matt. One
1: thing. Make it about one thing. But, Robbie, making one thing that lasts for 22 minutes is hard. What if you just took a whole bunch of random things and <laughs> loosely connected them together? That would be easier, and the jokes would be easy because you wouldn't have to think too hard about things. You mean you mean sneer quotes? Jokes. Yes. Yes. The jokes. jokes.
0: There's, I would say there are more jokes in this than there were in uh, the Regina monologues which mostly Regina Monologues was British references. There wasn't really jokes for this. This They don't have the crutch of going to a foreign country. So I just paint a mime to crutch, just to, for the, your benefit, Matt. I, I just paint a mime to crutch. You can't see it, but I did. Okay, it. good to know. Um, can't do that in this episode, so you had to actually write a few jokes. But again, Homer's just saving a bear for no real reason. To get out of this, they put the bear in the anti-bear suit
1: how did they do that matt because it's funny robbie homer is the same size as the bear no but i i I, my but where was the suit obviously homer keistered his own supply
0: (laughs) it's a massive it's a big suit like i don't want to be like mr encumbrance in skyrim or anything but I would like you to actually, like, make a point where Homer's like, oh, we shouldn't leave that behind. Like, hey, logistically, like, hey, maybe bring that in. Use that. No? um, I just, again, this, I, 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 these nitpicks, they add up. That went over and over and over again where the writers just go, eh, yeah, who cares? They go, who cares? We need the bear to wear this bear suit. Uh, We could write it earlier that Homer finds a way to take it with them. And we just mention that in a throwaway line, just so that it makes logistical sense. There's some continuity within the episode, but they don't do that. That would take extra work. That would take extra moment of time to include in your to you know including your show. And it's everything in this episode. Everything in this episode is who cares? The bear has the bear suit on. It's bulletproof. All of a sudden, I don't. Why is it, how is it bulletproof? Do we care?
1: Because it's metal, Robbie, and all metal is obviously bulletproof. <laughs>
0: Especially from high-powered hunting rifles that you would use to kill a bear. Some mm-hmm. little thin sheet metal would absolutely stop a high-powered rifle, right? That's true. Hundred- uh, and, and dozens a 7.62 of-
1: 7. round would just fall off uh, at a tiny sheet like you Homer used. Like, it, you know, your your pan that you cook things on? Straight up, that would stop any any bullet. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. If, I'm not even sure if it stopped at 20. It probably stopped at 22.
0: But aside from that,
1: I don't know. It, it would still hurt like hell.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm a volunteer. I'm just saying. Bear wears his bear suit. It protects him uh, from bullets. And then. <laughs> and then we get the strangest bit of continuity, Matt. We're like, all I'm asking for throughout this entire episode is things to make sense, and for them to lead one scene into another. And then, here at the end, we suddenly have
1: Stampy attacking the bear. Right, because it's funny, uh, the, well, when's the last time the Simpsons went to a wildlife sanctuary? Oh, well, they put Stampy in one. Obviously, Stampy has to show up and be a jerk. But,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> Help. Help me, please. Why? Mm-hmm why is this happening why is stampy here i don't want stampy i just want your episode to make sense please don't give me an elephant no i don't want an elephant right, matt
1: help robbie i can't help you i can't go back to 2003 and go to the simpsons writer's room and ask why is it because you're all trying to go home at a certain hour? <laughs> well, maybe we should make this take a little longer. Maybe we should do less fewer episodes.
0: I I don't know. This episode, so we get <laughs> we get the bear safe in the sanctuary, attacked by bee, and we get an ending.
2: He's finally protected from man. Yeah, but now he's being attacked by
1: an elephant. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm proud of you, homie. You set out to fight an animal, and you ended up saving its life. What can I say? I love
0: nature. Circle of life. That sound at the end there is is the bear hitting Stampy in the
1: head with a club. Because not only does the bear have human intelligence, it has now moved on to tool use. (laughs) Remember Mother's Day?
0: That's when this episode started yeah. with. It started with them needing to get a Mother's oh, Day present. Right, right, right. And then candy and then a bunch of bear stuff. I <sighs> I can't I can't fathom. I'm gonna put I'm gonna ask you a question, Matt. Okay? Mm hmm. You are tasked, you were you hired by The Simpsons, one of the be- best television shows of all time. And you and like you're fully by this point, season fifteen, fully aware of that legacy. Like The Simpsons already was revered for the for the best years, for the golden years, Mm -hmm. already revered. Now you're gonna write some. You're gonna hire. You're gonna write some Simpsons episodes, and your name's on this thing, on this script, and you turn it in. How do you allow that to happen?
1: Because Robbie, I'm getting paid a butt ton of money because I'm a Simpsons writer, Um, and um, I think okay. This is good enough. People, I, no one's going to come for my job if I turn this in.
0: I, I don't know about how well, I'm not going to say they get paid a buttload of money. I don't think
1: Simpsons <laughs> ever got paid that. I don't much. think they get paid a butt. They get paid enough money that they are not, they're not worried about, you know, where their next meal is going to come from, but not enough that, you know, that they think, oh, maybe I should put in a little extra effort.
0: They can, co- they're comfortable, I guess. But yeah, I, I can't imagine putting this out in the world in this, in this condition. Like, d- all the things this story is missing are the things you add in more drafts. You take out all this stuff that doesn't connect, isn't connected to each other. What you, t- this third act is entirely the, none of this stuff makes sense connected to each other. None of these are from three different episodes. Each act of this, like act two and act three both have bears and stuff in it going on, but there's not actually anything connected to them, them thematically. The reasons Homer does things are disconnected from each other in act Three, he's saving this bear because it got hurt, not because he's afraid of it. Why is he still not afraid of this bear? What is he afraid of at all? Like cowardice, isn't that a thing? You you introduce the subject of Homer being afraid, but there's never any any moment where he actually conquers that fear. All he does is take off the ear tag. Is that supposed to be the moment? If it is, it's that's poorly. the moment. That's the only thing we got. It's not very well communicated. Uh, it, you have to you you it's in your second third fourth fifth draft you start pulling on these threads and you realize oh this doesn't belong here this long scene that is disconnect- that maybe has the same, the characters in it but doesn't doesn't work with this theme i throw it out and i th- put a new one in and you don't have to be a genius to do it and they just decided not to and it's very frustrating to watch Um, I there's I mentioned Homer and a Pooh earlier. Not Homer and Pooh, a Much A Pooh About Nothing, Matt. Remember Much A Pooh About Nothing? I do. Immigration episode. That's what everyone remembers that as. It's the immigration episode. It starts with a bear wandering into Springfield and they institute a bear tax. Remember the bear tax? I do. Five dollars and everyone goes crazy and blames it on immigration. Starts the whole episode. Um, I just want to juxtapose, juxtapose the use of a, an animal, that bear, in that episode with this one. It was just a big, dumb animal that wandered into the, into town and then wandered away. And this, Barely even
1: in the episode.
0: Yeah. This episode, this bear is basically a member of the family. And, like, why? I don't know, Robbie. You don't know? I don't either, Matt.
1: I don't either. Um, we'll rank it at the end of the show. Robbie, is this episode broken? <laughs> Obviously the answer is yes. No, there's no way to fix it. Burn it to the ground. Pretend it doesn't exist.
2: No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see.
0: Quick uh, fix. Quick fix. You uh-huh. make me laugh, Matt. Burn it to the ground. Um I I I disagree.
1: I think you think we, there is something here
0: to salvage. Yeah. I think so. I you can make this you can make this plot work. You just have to be smarter about it. It's, that's all it is it's like there's very like it's only when you have a premise that is entirely wrong-headed that i think you have to entirely reject an episode you no know, episodes so what's that,
1: the premise in this
0: well you i think you you like this episode is, is taking a lot of of uh taking a lot of ideas from project grizzly and i would just more closely parody directly parody project grizzly where you have homer get attacked by a bear and he's hurt but he's fine you know and he, one, you don't have the rest of the family and the rest of the town criticize him and insult him. You act, you have them empathize with him. They say, oh, Homer, are you okay? What's wrong? Et cetera, et cetera. And then Homer goes on this quest to make a bear suit. And you draw that out much longer. And you have, like, you have the rest of the family there. Maybe you have Bart and Lisa. Like, Bart is, Lisa's helping with the science. And Bart is there. To like as an idea man, but they're both of them are also kind of concerned about Homer's health and Homer's mental health because he's like very he gets obsessed with this. Right. And and he's and he probably goes this crazy lengths to get the suit made. He eventually and then I think you put in at the end and like there's jokes involved. Like you can still have a lot of the jokes about, you know, his butt hanging out of the suit you could have the hunter character be there. He's just a background character. Homer can go to him for advice about how to protect from a bear. And you could still have the flavor of him and be his absurd, you know, dumb hunter character. You can have his blood, his blood and all that. You could still have that there. And even maybe it comes back in the end to help Homer get into an encounter with a bear. And Homer could easily, and I think you have it, like have this very, uh, very like sad, like this very like, you have an ending that is like, uh, that is leading up to a big confrontation where Homer is like getting jazzed up and you have, you know, tense music. And Homer is in a suit and he sees a grizzly bear and he's going to confront it. And then the grizzly bear just kind of looks at him and kind of just walks away, like walks right by him or something. And Homer's like, well, what about... You know, and then we have that moment and Homer probably could talk to the family that could be there and 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 uh, Homer could be like, oh, what about my suit and the bear? And they're like, well, you know, like, and it could be about Homer getting over that trauma he had when he got attacked by the bear by realizing that it was just an accident. Things happen. Animals are uncontrollable and unpredictable, but you can't spend your whole life being afraid of them or getting obsessed with them. Like, basically just do Moby Dick that's Lisa references Moby Dick earlier in this episode. Like there's a template right there. That's all you need. See,
1: that sounds all right. Right, Matt? That sounds completely. I don't know how you got there from here, but yes, that sounds all right. I mean, it's all you steal. Matt. I, like, it's not complicated.
0: Like they, you steal. <laughs> you take the plot from other Fair things enough. and you just retrofit it to make you work for the Homer. Like they already have taken Project Grizzly a lot of the ideas from it. Why not just steal the part that make it make sense? I don't know why they don't, but they they decide not to. They just have a bunch of random crap in here. Uh, but that's steal. Maybe spend more than a, more time on an episode. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, just maybe it's just because I'm a super fan and it's not my job. But you tell me that I'm in charge of a Simpsons episode, I will I will not I won't sleep. I will go to incredible, unhealthy lengths to make the best episode I possibly could. But maybe that's just me because I'm so disconnected from it. Because I've never had that work. Writing for an entrenched entertainment product. Some brand. Maybe you're just tired of it. Maybe by Friday you're burnt out and you're tired of thinking about Homer Simpson. You don't want to do it anymore. You want to go home, drink a beer.
1: Secret that sounds
0: eminently the, reasonable, Robbie. The se- yeah, I know that's the problem, Matt. But it also, that doesn't necessarily lead to good Simpsons episodes. Maybe just make less of them. That's all. Ultimately, like I would actually say, it's so, like maybe just make like twelve.
1: I think that would be the best way by far. But I don't see that ever happening because then you could only sell advertising for twelve episodes. There's seven hundred episodes 22?
0: of the Simpsons. Maybe just send it, just run reruns. People don't care. I will watch happily. Watch okay. I don't know. We can move on, Matt. To our next segment, it's time for comments of the news group. Okay, here we are. Nerd. Obsessive. A constant news group is where I come through the NoHomers.net forum to see what people thought of the episode after it debuted. Um, they we have a we, they they ran a poll every week uh, from one to five out of five to see what people thought. Majority thought this episode was good re- good, not great. Most gave it a four or three out of five. There's some 12% gives it a 5, 8% give it a 1, 18% give it a 2, the rest 29 and 31, nearly 60% give it a 3 or 4 out of 5. So, they thought it was okay. They thought it was good-ish. Something, I guess. Um, I got some reviews. Uh, First, now that surprised me. I was expecting a total stinker, but what we got was a pretty decent episode. The plot was pretty bad, but there were enough jokes to keep the episode going, and the whole bear thing felt real and not Scully bad uh eh? yeah yeah um that. mr forum man from 2003 have you ever seen a bear a real bear in real life mm-hmm. or have you only watched the documentaries known as yogi because that's okay and the, yeah it, there was definitely scully bad stuff here i'm not even i'm not gonna deny it um next up wasn't that bad wasn't that good would say it was the weakest yet this season I have feeling this might be a guilty pleasure episode i'm gonna have to watch it again mixed bag see i don't watch it again when there's so many good simpsons episodes why would you re-watch this one right like even up to this point there's only that many there's only 300 plus simpsons episodes and you're gonna like i need to re-watch this one to get a full grasp of the bareness of it the bare necessities um next review two out of five far too many throwaway jokes Brain that Coward by the Media thing was just as bad as when the residents of Springfield started thinking that Homer Homer Simpson uh and Homer Simpson from Police Cops were the same person, typical season eleven style Captain Wacky Adventure, Mike Scully singing in an alley with other crack addicts, watching this episode on a black and white TV by the light of a burning oil drum. Ha 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 Homer got electrocuted twice. Now that's comedy looks out of their bum. You got any you got any you got any speed? I'm like, I don't Mike Scully's not a drug addict. Don't do don't yeah. suggest, suggest such a thing. Just makes bad television. Uh, our the final review, Matt. That was the crappiest crap ever crapped in the history of the crappiest craps crap by crap. One out of five. Succinct. I like it. Crappiest crap. Crappiest crap. It's the crappiest crap crap by crap. That's quite. A, mm-hmm. That's quite. That's some crap there. That's some super
1: crap. Super crap. <laughs> I think I'm losing my mind, Matt. I mean, watching this for this and then talking about it for this long will definitely do that to you. I think my mind's going. We can move on. More next it's time. Let's start with listener question of the week.
0: Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow.
2: KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener.
0: Yellow. Listener question of the week this week. Is what's your favorite grandpa quote? Everyone loves grandpa. Old Abe. Gotta love Abe, man. It's true.
1: You have to. You have to because he is the funny version of old people jokes. Mostly. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Uh. First from Alex.
0: Sex What's the so unappealing appealing about hearing your elderly father talk about sex? I had sex Ugh, I don't no thanks, Abe. I don't wanna no I don't wanna think about that. From Lauren, one of the most commonly Simpsons quotes of my childhood Homer, you're as you're as cute as a bug's ear. Lisa, fathers have to say that stuff. Homer. Dad, am I as cute as a bug ear as a bug's ear? No, you're you're as homely as a mule's butt. No, my, I don't. Did, were you ever called as homely as a mule's butt, Matt?
1: No, but I could feel the the uh, the intention
0: of that. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not nice. Uh, first, next from Alex, you never know what you're capable of. I never thought I could shoot down a German plane, but last year I proved myself wrong. It's <laughs> a good, it's a good stealth joke there from Jordan at Nick Jordan eighty nine. I used to be with it. But then they changed what it was. Now what I'm with isn't it anymore, and what's it seems weird and scary to me. It'll happen to you. It's an excellent quote. I just I, that's a very good quote
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, from Allison at Amethyst 1258. Uh, where did you get all this money? The government. I don't need it. I didn't earn it. But if they miss one payment,
1: I'll raise hell. I mean, are they talking about Social Security? I'm assuming yes, because Social Security is so much money. But you do pay into that. That's not, you don't, you put that, you put money into it for your, like, entire life. Well, precisely, you put money in to pay the people who are, are already not working. So therefore, you know, you didn't earn the money that they're giving you directly. I okay. I, I don't I was just going to pause. Okay, I, I, don't, I don't know
0: if we even talked about that in that episode. That was, like, 600 years ago. That was like literally three millennia ago. We talked about... We had... We mm-hmm. talked about that. That was like season two, right, Matt? I think so, yeah. yeah. That's a long time ago. Abigail at Groovy Gale. All right, I admit it. I am the Lindbergh Baggy. Wah, wah, goo-goo. I miss my fly-fly-dada. Oh, Grandpa. Vicky, have you at 13? You know, you remind me of a poem I can't remember and a song that may, ne- may never have existed in a place I'm not sure I've ever been to. That's a sweet one. Remember yeah. when Grandpa was like had like emotions (laughs) wasn't just a joke yeah uh spike at your apocalypse look we all know what the most popular answer is going to be here so i should go with his response to the question of how do you sleep at night they drug us yeah yeah Yeah. uh from evil starlight at evil starlight you two look good open casket good (sighs) (laughs) jason at alan mason 19 now to take the fairy cost a nickel and in those days, Nichols had pictures of bumblebees on them Give me five bees for a quarter, you'd say now, where were we? Oh, yeah, the most important thing was that I had an onion on my belt, which was the style at the time as i it was a very popular answer, but a lot of a lot about onions on the belts.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the most famous grandpa. It's quote. a very yeah, and a lot of people answer it. It's no no just
0: no problem. That's very funny. It's very good. Here's my story. Here's my story pod. Since you broke grandpa's teeth, he gets to break yours. Oh, this is gonna be sweet. uh From uh Dolly Nitrix at Dolly Nitrix. Now Johnny Unitas. There's a haircut you could set your watch to. Uh, from Brody. Let's see. I'm an elk, a mason, a communist. I'm the president of the Gay and Lesbian Alliance for some reason. Ah, here it is: the Stonecutters. And finally, from Zach Zach Power, my favorite grandpa quote is, "I'm gonna smooch her like a mule eating an apple."
1: <laughs> that is a wonderful <laughs> turn of phrase. I
0: love it so it much. It makes me. Oh, that makes me feel all better. All the. All it cures all the. All, everything, everything this
1: episode yeah. everything
0: this episode did to me i just got to think about grandpa talking about smooch girls like a mule eating an apple matt what's your answer
1: uh it's so difficult because obviously i want to choose the the bees and the onions and whatnot but i have to go with what's the one appealing about your elderly father talk about sex i had sex <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean i could there's many yeah there's a lot of reasons why it's unappealing, Kripa. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to go with the. I used to be with it. I used to be with it, but then they changed what it was. Now I'm what. Well, now what I'm with isn't it anymore. What's it? It seems weird and scary to me. It'll happen to you. I love Homer Palooza. I really like how the episode understands what how unattainable being cool is. You'll never attain
1: cool. You can only be seen as cool, and it's very temporary.
0: Yeah, it's it's fleeting. You're like, oh wait, I was cool. Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's already gone. Oh, <laughs> I'm only really cool again. And if you tried, if you try real hard to be cool, it, it's the opposite. Now you're less cool. Yeah, and, and even and yeah, when you cool. are trying not to be cool, you're also not cool. So what? You, I'm, nothing you can do about it. Next week's question: What's your favorite Patty and or Selma quote? So, either one or both, whatever your whatever flavor you'd pr- uh, pr- uh, of the Bouvier Sisters you'd like. I'll post this question on our Twitter, at Simpsonshowpod. Uh, you can email us at simpsonshowpod at gmail.com, and you can find the question on our Patreon, which is, paid, again, patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. Uh, you do not have to donate to answer the question. It's viewable to the public. Uh, we can move on, Matt, to your favorite segment. Ooh. It's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy one medium, and one hard try and trying to stump the other. I have a two-point lead on the season. And there were official complaints, Matt. I'm just going to put it out there. About? About you not awarding me more points last week. Just want to... Compl- I got some listeners backing me up. Great. Got, Good for them. I don't got, care. Got multiple. Uh, Robbie was right. Votes. No, Robbie was a dope. Votes. Uh, Robbie, did you start the hashtag? Robbie was right. No, I did not.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I also did not start. Robbie was a dope, but I, I'm I hesitate to start either because the other will certainly spring up in its wake. Are you ready for an easy question, Matt? I'm ready. In much poo about nothing. What animal causes Springfield's taxes to increase? I believe
1: it is a bear. That is correct. We're here. Your easy question. We're queer. What's that? We don't want any more bears. We don't want any more bears. Got it from the mustache parade. they have here. <gasps> All right, your easy question. What do Homer and the gang fish with as bait in Boy Scouts in the Hood? At the end there? Is that what you're asking? What's that? At the end? In the raft? Yes, when they're in their raft in and little, they're fishing. It, cheese doodle. You are correct. Godspeed, little doodle. Godspeed, little doodle.
0: Your medium question, Matt. What proposition does Maricuuny create to force illegal immigrants to be deported?
1: I believe it's Prop Twenty Four.
0: You're not
1: supposed to know that so easily, Matt. You're supposed to. It's supposed to be hard for you. Oh, my bad. I mean, it's it's a medium medium... question. Okay. (laughs) Your medium question. What do the dolphins say to Ned, Homer, Bart, and Todd? What do they say? In a dolphin language. I don't know.
0: Uh that's a medium question? It. Oh, they subtitle it. Like memorize the dolphins. Um I think I I think they say something terrible and ominous is what I believe they say, but I don't remember exactly what it is. I think it's something like uh they're going to die soon. But do you want to go get do you want to go do something? I forget exactly what it was, something like that. I don't know.
1: What is it uh, what did, what do they say, Matt? Give me give me You're close enough that I'm gonna give it to you. They say you're all going to die. <laughs> oh, good. That's 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 close enough. <laughs> They're all going to I mean aren't it's is, a medium question, so I will give it to you. It, this is a hard question, you absolutely would not. Can get I it. ask
0: how much knowledge about dolphins do you have, Matt? About dolphins? Uh a medium amount? <laughs>
1: Aren't they actually very vicious animals? They can be, uh, because they uh, play very aggressively and see humans as playmates. And, well, if you're a weak little human in the water, yikes. But aren't they, don't
0: they kill, like, porpoises or sharks? Like, they, like, dolphins have, they've actually found dolphins, like, charging at sharks at full speed
1: and hitting them directly in the gills, which kills them? Yes, yes. OK, most of the time this is for defense, but sometimes it's just for play because, <laughs> well, they're jerks.
0: OK, I'll add I'm going to add dolphins to my list of it's dolphins and chimps. Cute animals that I never want to be in contact with. Exactly.
1: It's, you never want to be anywhere near uh, upper primates or uh, uh, advanced cetaceans. Advanced cetaceans. All right. Your hard question,
0: Matt. According to his new passport, when was a pooh born? Oh
1: gosh. Um Need a day, month, year. God. Uh June eighth,
0: nineteen fifty-eight. Uh I mean you're a couple you're not
1: like you're only four years off, so
0: Oh okay. January ninth, nineteen sixty two. Sixty-two. Wow, that made him really old. Is is that okay. Is that his actual birthday? Or is that a forged? It was a forged document, so it's just a made-up birthday. Because if that was accurate, that puts Apu in his early forties at the time, which I guess makes sense. Like it's mid nineties. No, it's not. I mean, mid forties. That's like puts him in like third mid late thirties. So that's like, yeah. So that's right. Sixty-two. It was like ninety-five. So it puts him in like thirty-three. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said fifty-two. Sixty-two. 62. Yes, that makes yeah, more sense. Yeah, he he's like thirty-three, thirty-four. He's my age. Oh God. well i mean that was in the
1: the late 90s so
0: mid to late 90s
1: yeah (sighs) okay what's my hard question matt your hard question how does ned choose
0: which river to take it is he uses a bible something something from the bible i believe he he goes like he doesn't eeny meeny miny mo, but he uses matthew mark luke john
1: Apparently, I really have to start making these a lot harder. Good Lord. I I went to Christian school, Matt, for... I guess so. No, I didn't think you remember
0: anything of that time in your life. I have a lot of Bible knowledge that I don't utilize ever, but I do have it.
1: All right, fine.
0: I do have, and so I... And, they, and Matt, I will say, remember when F- F- Ned was a good a character that we liked? I do remember that. Wasn't that good? Yeah. Remember Ned? I like Ned. I like Flanders. I do. He's a good. He's a fun character when he's not just a stereotype. That gives me an additional three point lead. I have five points on Matt now. Uh huh. Uh
2: -huh. Uh Uh huh.
0: I'm feeling pretty good about this, which means that Matt will assuredly catch up to me and then pass me and defeat me with a big lead. Probably. That's how this works. Every time I've ever had a lead in early on, I've always given ground and then Matt overtakes me. And destroys me.
1: Well, I, I I try to go easy on you, and then you take out a huge lead. So I don't know about easy, Matt.
0: Like I don't. I guessed the dolphin thing. I don't. I don't remember. I just guessed it. Um, mm. and this is really just me getting the points back from last week. That I should have had the first place. So, what did I, What did? I, what did I, what did, you know? The, you know what they say, right, Matt? You know what they say? What's that, Robbie? They say those chickens when they come home they get roosters. That's true. That's what they say. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the power of Matt and I rank the episodes categorically, watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of uh, every episode ever and how good they are or
1: not. We're not. <laughs> Let's scroll okay, I'm, down I'm there. Gonna, scroll all right, we're definitely down. looking at the bottom. I I, I want to say right around the bottom ten this week. I'm not even going to mince words. This is so bad. It's way worse than last week.
0: Yeah, it's funnier, but it makes less sense than even the Regina monologues, which made very little sense to begin with. Like, that's saying something Uh, like there's a couple laughs in it, and that's all it has going for it. There's nothing else of substance in this. Um, The problem is, Matt, the competition Mm -hmm. down there, really strong it is
1: i mean i'm looking this is better than tennis the menace it is it's funnier that way I, my real question is pray anything i that one is just dumb uh, yeah like a...
0: hmm i okay well i you know when we are on when we are on the edge of something which would you rather watch again which has more mm. entertainment value I would, any... say I
1: would rather watch the parent Rap again than this for sure Pray anything? I'm not even sure about that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I might want...
0: I would say, I honestly, like, I would probably put this above the parent rap, honestly. Really? Yeah.
1: Parent- I hated this episode Judge so much. Constance Harm, Matt. Hey, at least it sort of made sense. Does it? More so than this did. Um...
0: Uh... But it's so... there's so Everyone's in it is so angry and mean. In the parent rap or in this? <laughs> in the parent rap. Everyone is so mean to each other. I, same here. They're not mean. Okay, yeah, they are. They do call Homer a terrible coward. <laughs> told him they should have been eaten by the bear. Um, they, they, they Well, if you would rather watch the parent rap oof, in this, I don't, I don't
1: know whether it's better than Pray Anything, I would say put it underneath the parent rap above Pray Anything. Okay.
0: No, I think you're... I just really don't like Judge Constantine, but you're right about parent Rap is better than this. Um, pray anything. I, Robbie, I want to go eat lunch. Please let me. Go why didn't you eat lunch prior? Why did? You, why are you waiting for it? I you should have eaten too, Matt. That's what I told you. Why? Did you, I, I should have, but you know why? Did, okay, I don't know. I'm not in control of your appetite. Um, I think it is better than pray anything. I think I'd rather watch this than pray anything again. I think this is funnier. They both make no yeah. sense. Um but and I I will say that the that, that when Homer gets electrocuted in this one, Matt, multiple times, it's from a little tiny device instead of lightning bolts from the sky. Exactly. S- so that's slightly less l- less obnoxious and uh, un- and like challenging <laughs> for me to accept as a, as a person. Um that's fat and the furriest Imagine in 2003, if I told you that in the Fast and Furious, they would have nine movies in that
1: franchise. If you had told me that after the second or third one, I would think you were insane. If you told me after the fourth one, I would absolutely believe it.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, the fourth one turned everything around, but because it, I think they understood what the, that movie should be, which is complete idiocy, not even trying to be real. Um, but I don't, like, after the first movie, I'm like, they make nine of these? That's impossible. That's impossible. Um, Fat and the Furious is number two. 85 on our list, right below the parent rep, right above Prey Anything. Last on our list is still the strong arms of them all. First place on the list is Homer's Enemy. Fat and the Furious, Matt.
1: Is it canon? No. No, there's no way everyone, just, everyone can be this off. Like, this doesn't feel like the right characters. I agree. It's not, and it's not disputable, I think. This is
0: certainly not canon. It never happened. I know there is no bear episode of The Simpsons. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. We, we can jump up to the top of our list, back to better days, to uh, eventually determine every episode of the show, and that is The Mysterious Voyage of Homer, number four on our list. One of my favorite episodes. One of, both, one of our favorite episodes, to be frank. Um yeah, absolutely it's canon. It's fundamental. Obviously. I, I would argue. It's it, yeah. it, it it it's a perfect encapsulation of Margin Homer's relationship. Uh it has a space coyote in it. Damn straight. Mm-hmm. Just normal that's just a that's not a, a non talking dog. That's not a talking coyote, it's a talking dog. Find your soul. Wait mate, a minute, though. dogs can't talk. Woof woof. Uh so Mysterious virgin Homer is absolutely canon. Um fat and the furry i can't even the fat and the furriest Ugh, it makes me wince just saying it um not canon not a part of this show anymore kicked it out it's gone um our next episode map is today i am a clown crusty gets bar mitzvah. we will have a, a special guest we'll have our uh our he- he- hebraic correspondent come in
1: <laughs> our hebraic correspondent
0: <laughs> he's gonna he, he will he will uh make sure that the simpsons did Krusty right with this bar mitzvah i don't remember this episode at all uh but it it does have jackie mason reappearing as rabbi kristoski so we'll see how that goes that's next week you can watch along with us if you'd like um that'll do it for us find everything on our website. com has links to our Twitter, to our SSV, to our Patreon. If you want to help us out, help you for hosting, we really appreciate everyone who supports us and you get a bunch of bonus content with it. Uh, check that out. Please encourage you to do so. Um, you can find me online on Twitter, at Norman. My website is com, which include links to all my other podcasts and links to my, my horror novels on Amazon.com. My newest novel is The Split Circle. The next American trapped in a run down eastern european city must investigate a soccer death cult psychological mystery horror story um you can read for free with Kindle unlimited matt does not participate in social modi- social media you will not find him
1: yeah you don't need to talk to me this week go talk to somebody important
0: <laughs>
1: yeah yeah it's bigger
0: bigger fish to fry this week don't need to worry about matt yeah uh
1: i'm robbie and i'm
0: matt and i keep watching this episode shh <laughs>